Hi, welcome to Mom Code. And can I just say, what the f? <laughs> Your microphone is Shaniqua with um, two N's. And you're always. No, two E's. Shaniqua. Well. I spelt it the way that I always thought that Shaniqua would be spelled, and it's like S H A N I Q U A. Oh, Shaniqua. Qua. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was a good time. All right, welcome to Mom Code. This episode, we're going to be talking about Nicole's labor. Oh boy, and- <laughs> <laughs> we're in for a bumpy one. My name's Taylor. Ooh, I'm your host, Nicole. And I'm Emily. All right, guys. So where we left off on my last part of my journey, um, it was morning of Cinco de Mayo, my second favorite holiday, and the contractions were there. Uh, I'm I'm really feeling them. Um, they're about seven to eight minutes apart, and naturally, Andrew has no interest in going to the hospital with me, so here comes my mom to the rescue. I say, Mom! They're like seven minutes apart. I'm timing it on my app and I think it's time. So we get together and um, let's get this baby out of me. This is like literally my my goal for today because I wanted to sing good to my own baby. So here we are like a few days late past due date. And, um, so yeah, I'm about 40 weeks and five days and telling this baby like you're this is your eviction notice like you're coming out tonight and so um we get to the hospital and my contractions are probably like a six out of ten i would get gauge on my painometer um and then they sent me home yeah i, w- I was like so mad <laughs> so i was like contracting and um, they checked me and they're like, uh, you're not dilated. And so technically we can't like admit you. And so, um, they gave me like some pain medicine, like a shot of some sort. And they was like, I don't know, morphine or something. And then they, um, told me, we really don't want to hear from you until your contractions are three minutes apart. And I was like, that sounds uh-huh. really close. <laughs> like, really? Three minutes? And they were like, yeah, that's about our rule of thumb. Like, okay. Guess I'm going to lie then. (laughs) (laughs) So they they told me to go home, take a nap. And if I still felt like I was in pain um, after I woke up from my nap, even with the shot that they gave me, then I can come back in. So I'm like, all right. So I get in the car. My mom's driving. And by by this point, before I left the doctors, like my contractions went from about seven to eight minutes apart and then they kind of slowed down and they're about um 10 to 13 minutes apart so I was also like really frustrated about that but I don't know if like the shot that they gave me had something to do with that or not so get in the car and I am like pissed I was just like those effers like I don't want to be pregnant anymore like get me out of here we were almost home and we were passing like downtown Kent La Huerta like the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and they told my mom I was like and she was like, what? Why? I was like, we're having my fucking Cinco de Mayo party, goddammit. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so we pull into this Mexican, like, store. And we, I, like, I just buy a crap ton of carne asada. 
bunch of rice and beans, all the tamales and taquitos. And we stop by and we grab a bunch of alcohol and margarita mix. And I get on my phone and I text like every single one of our friends in our friend group. And I was like, fucking Sacred Mario party at my parents' house. Like be there, be square, like tonight. Like I'm for having this party, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and my mom was just like, yeah. Cause jokingly all the time, like my mom's Mexican. And so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the most Mexican out of all of our friends in the fun group. So like Cinco de Mayo is like my second favorite holiday next to 4th of July. And so I texted all everybody and they they were there. Like it was a rager. And um <laughs> That's awesome that your friends always like pull through like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, so we it was so nice. It was so much fun. Here I am, like like throwing this huge party like there's decorations everywhere the back deck's all decorated everyone's having like a really awesome time and the night just keeps getting later and later and i'm i'm again i like love throwing parties and even making margaritas for everyone and pouring up all the shots and making everyone drink for me and i remember i was just like doubled over in the kitchen like i had two blenders going and i'm like contracting hard and i was like just pushing through the pain because they were they weren't three minutes apart like the doctor said and so i'm just like pushing the blenders like blending them i was like everybody gets another one and the blenders are like going crazy and i like i cannot stand up straight like i'm just like wow. <laughs> okay we're good to go <laughs> like, oh my gosh so this party went on really late <laughs> and then I, I never I don't think I was drinking. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I just remember, like, I love Mexican food. So I'm, like, at the table with a couple of our friends. And I'm just, like, um, um. <laughs> like, cramming in as much Mexican food as I possibly can. Because I'm, like, these contractions are so close, but not close enough. And if this is going to be my last meal, like, it better be damn good. <laughs> this is, like, my eighth tamale. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to barf, but I just kept eating because I was so mad. <laughs> And then everyone's just, it's just so much fun. I think one of our friends, like, ended up vomiting in the front yard. And then, <laughs> and then, and then a different friend was like, hold on, wait, guys. And we're like, yeah, what, what's up? And she's like, what if Nicole goes into labor? And we're like, I was like, well, I think I am. She was like, no, really, really. Like, what if you have your baby, like, now? And I was like, I don't know. They sent me home. I guess it's not happening tonight. And they're like, we're all really drunk. Who's going to drive? And I was like, oh. And then my mom was like, oh, good point. And then so, um, yeah, so my mom stopped drinking because someone needed to be sober enough to drive me to the hospital. In case, like, my water broke, which I hadn't. And so the party ended probably, like, a little after midnight and... Um, that night I decided to spend the night at my parents' house because the contractions hadn't really gone away. Um, they're kind of fluctuating between like five and eight minutes still, but they're, they were there. So I slept on my parents' couch and then everyone left. And then, um, my, and my husband went back home because we lived, um, with our best friend Boots at the time. Um, we lived with Boots for about five years, I think. And so, um kind of like just broing it up and <laughs> now baby's on the way and so my husband went back home and I think it was about 5 a.m and then I I woke up and I like couldn't walk up the stairs to like my parents room to tell my mom like these are three minutes apart and so I think I called her and she was just like wait I'm downstairs aren't you did you leave and I was like no I'm still downstairs I was like but 
they, they're better. Like, and they, they really started to hurt. And so before when I went into the doctors the day before, I was like, okay, like yesterday, I, I that was not labor. Like this is labor. <laughs> and so um, it, it was so bad. It was so, so, so bad. And like, it, I had extremely bad back labor. And so I couldn't stand up straight, like, whatsoever. So the back labor was just, like, excruciating. Uh, like, the whole entire car ride up. I birthed the baby into coma. And so the roads have just always been, like, super jacked the entire way. And um, so we're, like, going over bumps and caution signs and stuff like that. And I just remember, like, I couldn't sit down all the way in the seat. Like, I had to, like, rise up. Because it's just every bump, every jolt, every movement just, like, made me want to projectile vomit and pain. And this this back labor was just, like, so intense. And um, so we get up there again, and then they get me hooked up to that little belly strap thingy to, like, monitor the contractions. And at this point, like, I was like, I can't lay down anymore. And so I was literally on all fours on the hospital bed doing, like, that weird cat and cow position. And every time a contraction came, I had to, like, arch my back. So, like, to prevent, like, it from hurting everywhere else. To, like, relieve the pain off my back. And then finally, someone came in to check, like, to see if I was dilated. And it's this little girl. And so she's all up in there. And she (laughs) gets out. (laughs) And she's like, "Mm, I think we're going to have to send you home again. Because you're not even dilated yet. And I was like, get the fuck out and get me an OBGYN. I was like, this is not okay. Like, I just want, like, beast mode on this girl. And she was like, um, let me give her a call. Like, the one who's on duty. And so the OBGYN that was on duty, I hadn't met yet, but she was only, like, five minutes away. And so she came in, and then she checked me out, and thank God, she was like, oh, she's a four. And I was like, yes! And she's like, go ahead and get her checked in. Like, she's she's ready. And I was like, thank goodness. Like, where's my epidural? Like, I cannot keep doing this. And so they kind of go through, like, the whole, like, spiel of how they get you hooked up to the epidural and stuff like that. And then that little girl that came in who kind of, like, crossed over with the actual OBGYN, she was like, yeah, I just checked her and she wasn't a four then. And she kind of gave her a weird look. And I was like, well, I am now. And she's like, looks at her hands. <laughs> and she's like... I guess I just have really patine hands. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like it does have to do with. Oh my god! Hands. Get your tiny well, hands out of my vagina. <laughs> so okay, real quick side story. They say that a foot is a foot because it was the size of someone's foot. But how many people have the size of like a foot? I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, how many people's vaginas? Or are you going by like four fingers? Is that what it right, is? Right. Yeah. So how many people? <sighs> Uh, can like stick that in there i don't know i've never put four fingers <laughs> up there because <laughs> that's, yeah. that's one away from five and I, i'm not about that <laughs> <laughs> but a baby's okay that's totally different it's coming out okay <laughs> not in <laughs> well in and out uh, <laughs> okay sorry. True that, true that, true back that. to this beautiful baby <laughs> So I was able to get my epidural and um, woo. And then they um, hooked me back up and everything. And then they kind of told me to watch like the monitor and like if they did their epidural correctly, which they did. I, they're like, okay, look at that. Like you're spiking up, you're having contractions. And I didn't feel anything. I was like, this is great. 
yeah, that's how it should be. And so um, I call my dad and Andrew because I actually got admitted. Um, so they they so they can come up and um, me being the kick-ass wife that I am, uh, packed like all of my baby stuff. And then um, I also packed like Andrew, like his own little bag that I brought up with me. I packed him like a flask and his favorite snacks and like some coffee because I don't know how long we're going to be up there because he hates hospitals and they stress him out and blah, 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 blah. Apparently, like, my dad had to, like, literally drag him out of the house to get him up to the hospital. So we are, we are off to an excellent start. Um, and so the entire time, like, we, kind of, we had my own room and it was pretty big. And there's, like, this little nook with, like, a spare bedroom for, like, the dad. Not a bedroom, but, like, a spare hole in the wall for, like, the dad to, like, kind of rest if they needed to. Hole in the wall. <laughs> and then, so that's literally, like, where Andrew hung out, like, the entire time. Like, he was just, like, reverted into, like, this little hole in the wall and kind of just, like, scowled and pouted, like, the entire time. And at this point, like, I- I'd been in the hospital for a few hours and not a whole lot had happened. And, um... All our friends were like notified and so they really really wanted to come and like support us and andrew and trying to just like get everything off to a good start and and then all of our family as well like showed up to support us in like the most loving way um and then hours and hours go by and i hadn't had made much progress i believe they like ended up popping my water for me and yeah like they like go in there like that stick thing? I don't know. I don't really remember. I saw a stick thing when they tried to pop my water. And I'm like, really? you're going to put that in me? Really? Oh, I didn't even notice oh, it. Oh, God. It was oh. a pointy stick. It was so oh. scary. Yeah, I was like, I I knew they had to do that. Because I guess it's not super common for your water to break on its own. I hmm. thought, like, it always happened. Yeah, like in the movies, like, you just pee in the middle of the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the best nurse. <laughs> you can just that, say, oh, that was my water. <laughs> <laughs> the best nurse that I had, she was like, don't let them do anything until they give you the epidural. So right. like, we have to break your water. I was like, I haven't had that. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Oh, jerks. Yeah. What um, a wonderful nurse, though. I oh, I have it. nothing but good things to say about my nurse and bad <laughs> things to, <laughs> to say about my doctor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they popped my water for me just to see if that would like get things going, and nothing had really happened. And so I'm quite a few hours in, and it's probably like uh, early evening, and um, they decided to start me on some Pitocin to like, yeah. speed up speed yeah. up labor or whatever. And um, so they did that and they waited a little bit and they're like, ooh, actually, we, we need to stop doing this because they're monitoring, monitoring me and the baby and the baby's heart rate dropped. And so they're like, okay, we're going to have to take like a, a chill here. I'm like, oh, okay. And then by this time, it's like about 10-ish or so. And all of our friends in the friend group and some of the family members are like, we got it's it's the week I think it's a Sunday night and um they're like we have work in the morning it's we've been here for a few and we still haven't had the baby so we'll be back you know when when you have them we're like okay yeah no problem totally understand it's like getting late and then um then the rest of the doctors decided like after another hour or so like okay let's give you some more pitocin and so we started that back up again um and then it the same thing happened like I think my in-laws came in and visited really quick before they left and they like kicked them out and they were just like oh, we, we have to tend to her really quick and they told me like okay well the baby's heart rate dropped again it's not really responding well to the pitocin like, oh, okay that's interesting but whatever and so we're kind of just like chilling and i 
I don't, I mean, I really don't remember much, but it's just kind of like all of a sudden it's 1245 and my OBGYN comes in and she says, we're sterilizing the room and we're rolling you to an emergency C-section in the next 15 minutes. So go ahead and have the dad suit up. And I look over at Andrew and he just walks over to his cave and he takes a shot from his flask that I brought him thinking that he's gonna come with me and he just shakes his head and like buries deeper into this hole and I'm just like great okay and so my mom's like okay do you know what like I've been through this you were an emergency c-section like I'll go and I was just like all right whatever like I, I mean I was I'm so over Andrew at this point and I mean I wasn't I was grateful my mom was there because she's already been through this and mm-hmm. Um, I was like, all right, fine, let's go. Like, I just had zero feelings. Like, I never would have guessed that I would have had a C-section, let alone an emergency C-section, and had to be brought back in 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, But so they roll me out, and my mom's, like, right beside me, and I'm, like, looking back at Andrew, and he's just, like, not looking me in the eye. He's facing the opposite direction. He's just, like, staring towards the wall, and my dad is just livid. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, this is really fucked up. And so I go into this the ER room and it was really white and cold and smelled super duper sterile and um, all my nurses and my OBGYN and they introduced me to the anesthesiologist and they kind of like go through um what they're with the process of a c-section and then they asked me and do you want the mirror so you can watch it happen I was like no thank you and I look at my mom she's like uh-uh. I was like okay yeah that sounds horrifying like why do I want to watch myself be cut <clears> open <throat> and so they numbed everything um, like really, really good. And they kind of did like this weird uh, test where they touch you with different textures and different temperatures. And they're like, okay, can you feel this? I'm like, eh, not really. Can you feel this? I'm like, yeah, actually I can't feel the cold of that. That's weird. And um, they kind of tell you like, all right, so during the C-section, it'll be, uh, it'll feel some tugging, but that's all. It'll just feel like a tug on your like abdomen. I was like, okay. And I just like casually mentioned, I was like, I don't know if this is like really relevant, but when I have dental work done, like my roots are so intense, like they need to like douse the Novocaine in my mouth, just like keep pumping me full of Novocaine because like mm. my body just like, was like, doesn't respond the first injection. I was Same. like, <laughs> yeah. and so I was like, does that gonna matter? And they're like, oh no, like trust me, we, we do plenty for you. I was like, okay. And then, so they do like the PAT test and whatever, whatever. and. I was like, I can still feel a couple of things. They're like, well, there, we, we did the correct dose. And you mentioned that you need a little bit more. So we upped the dose just a little bit. And so you, sh- you should be good. We promise it'll just be some light tugging. I'm like, all right. So my mom was like holding my hand the whole time. And I know she like took a couple pictures. And I think the anesthesiologist took a picture of us. So it was just like the top of my head. And my mom like all suited up, like holding my hand. And just like one of those memorable moments. And um, then they started to get going. And all I have to say was they lied. And I felt everything (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I kept telling them over and over again, like, I can feel you cutting into me. And they're like, kind of like, and I was like, no, like, I I can feel all of it. And they, they kind of told me like, yeah, you're going to feel some tugging and I can't see anything because it's like they curtain you from like, you wouldn't know when they're cutting, like the breast down. Exactly. Exactly. And (laughs) I was like, I, I feel it all. And I was able to tell them like each body part of the baby that they were pulling out. And so I was like asking my mom and she even looked over and she's like, hey, she said she can still feel that. And I told them I can feel a limb like you just pulled out a limb. I felt like 
a limb of some sort come out of my abdomen. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to keep going. And I said, I'm pretty sure you just pulled out some of the legs and the torso. <laughs> and the OBG, I, I heard the OBGYN go, um, upper meds. <laughs> and then I said, I'm pretty sure he's stuck in my pelvic area. Because <laughs> he he was like a, a little bit down the birth canal. And, um... I felt, it was, uh, to me, it felt almost like a shoulder and they couldn't get a shoulder out. And so they're like pulling and pulling and pulling. And I, I it just hurt so unbelievably bad. Like I was like trembling and shaking, kind of like blocking in and out. And I was like, it hurts. Like it fucking hurts. It hurts. Like, I know you can't stop, but it hurts. Can you please help me? Can I knock you out? <laughs> My mom lives past that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I was like, they just pulled the shoulder out. And I'm in so much pain. And then it was just like this aggressive tugging. It just like tug, 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 tug. And I was like, okay, this must be the tugging that they were talking about. Like it was just like this hardcore tugging. But I don't, I don't remember hearing the baby cry or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just in so much pain. Like it felt like I was being crushed and tased all at the same time. Like my, my stomach was killing me. My back was killing me. It felt like my spine was just being like an elephant was sitting on like my back and abdomen. It just kept getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And I'm at this point, it was like, I was like, I can't like control my shaking. And I'm like trembling so unbelievably hard. Like I'm like gyrating like this, but like they, the way they have you down, it's like you're strapped down like this. And so, like, the anesthesiologist is in charge of this hand with, like, your IV and stuff. And then, like, you're kind of really pinned down. <laughs> My mom has a hold of this hand. And that anesthesiologist asked me, like, I, I don't know. He asked me something. I don't remember what he asked me. And all I could say was, I don't know. It's because my husband's a fucking asshole. That's why. <laughs> And I just, like, screamed this at him. And I remember his facial expression was like, oh! Like, I mean, they're all doctored messed up, but his eyes just got, like, huge and, like, like, oh, okay. And then um, I hear hear the anesthesiologist say, I've literally given her the max dosage. And then my OBGYN says something else. And all after that, it was just, like, my mom kept, like, rubbing my arm and kind of, like, patting my face. And she kept saying, Nicole, Nicole, open your eyes. Nicole, like, stay with me. And I'm like, as I'm like blocking in and out, like, I just remember my mom's face (sighs) getting lower to mine and her first was like, her her voice was more worried. And she just kept asking the anesthesiologist, like, what's wrong with her? Can you help her? And then, and then I black out once more and I keep trying to speak, but I couldn't like say anything. And like my thoughts were really, really loud in my head, but no matter how hard I tried to talk, like I couldn't say anything to them. And so my eyes were closed and it's like really dark, and but I can hear everything around me, but like, it's just kind of like loud, like <laughs> those typical surgical noises that you hear in movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, literally like, cause I couldn't speak. Like my last thought, like I, I just remember thinking, well, if this is how I die, Sir Andrew Wright to be left along with her love child. And like, <sighs> That he never wanted, so haha, fucker. <laughs> and then, like, I just that's that was the last thought I remember. Like, I literally just kind of like remember being so angry with Andrew, and I'm dying, and now he's stuck with our kid forever, and serves him right for being such a fucking dick for the last nine months, and and then everything goes black, and I don't I don't remember much after that, but um, I guess eventually I wake up, and my eyes are like adjusting to the light, and I can just see like this big dark 
head of hair being shoved in my face. And I'm like looking around like, what, where am I? And then, and then I kind of like, oh, am I awake? And then I kind of like remember like seeing like this baby face in my head. And I'm like, whose baby is that? (laughs) And then I look up from like this baby head in my face. And it's my mom like shoving him like the baby in my face and she's like look at all this hair isn't he the most beautiful thing ever like look at all his hair and then and then I was like that's mine and then it's just like he had such dark hair and I was like oh I just love his hair so much look at that dark hair he has so much hair and I, I tried like reaching to pet it or something but like my I was so weak and confused like I, like this and um I think I, I think I fell back asleep <laughs> and then I remember waking up a little while later and there's like a baby on my boob and he was he was nursing there and all I can slur out was like like he's so beautiful and I I, I kind of like I asked that I asked my family like what happened and um I guess it was like really really frustrating for all of them because my mom was back there with me and uh, she, I remember she was like slapping my face, tell me like Nicole stay with me, Nicole wake up, and then I black out entirely, and then they they kick her out. So I'm like getting getting filled in with like my family members, and my mom's like I don't know. She's like I they kicked me out, like you blacked out, and then they kicked me out, and they said okay you need to leave, and when the baby's ready we'll bring the baby to you. And my mom's like what? They're like go down this hallway and take a turn, take a turn, and then you'll be back to her room, and when the baby's ready we'll bring him to you. And she's like well what about my daughter? And the doctors, she's like they didn't say anything about you. Like I didn't know what was wrong with you. So I had to go to your dad and husband and be like I don't know where Nicole is. And they're like well where, where's the baby? Where's Nicole? And Andrew, I, I guess I mean I didn't talk to Andrew about this until like I was writing this down. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand, like, why didn't they, they never told me what happened, and Andrew's like, we just kept asking them over and over again, like, where's my wife, where's Nicole, like, what's wrong with her, and they're like, when the baby's ready, we'll bring the baby to you, and they're, like, just getting so mad with the doctors, they're like, we need to know what's wrong with Nicole, <laughs> and they're like, they, they, they gave him nothing to work off of, and so they said about, like, a couple hours later, like, they bring Finn, um, they bring the baby to them, and, uh, they tell them like <laughs> like oh, let the baby bond with the dad and Andrew's like I don't want him like I do not want him and so my mom and dad are like oh fuck okay like we'll take the baby and um it was really weird like just like hearing like still to this day like why they kicked my mom out why they were just like being so vague with me and just like handing the baby to them and they're like where's Nicole do you think there's a chance that like they realize that they messed up with the medicine, but they don't want to admit it, so they're like... I have no idea. Because that's like, lawsuit! <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. But, like, as, as you know, I pried this information out of my parents, like, maybe they're just hiding something from me. And the only conclusion I was able to come to was, like, I was in... My body was in so much stress, like, I blacked out because of all the pain. And then they, they were able to save the baby because his heart rate kept dropping. Um, but they weren't, they weren't sure about me and they didn't have any information from my parents at the time. And so, um, that's the only thing that makes sense to me, I guess, but I have no idea why. And so (laughs) like naturally, like my husband just like resents the baby and, uh, my parents like, you know, taking care of him like for the first few hours while I was gone and we're not there in the room with them. And I was able to get a little bit of information that I also wanted was he was a, absolutely large and in charge beautiful baby boy (laughs) 
luckily not naturally birthed and c-sectioned out at nine pounds nine ounces <laughs> oh my goodness uh, about 21 to 21 and a half inches long and um although i didn't really birth him he was pulled out of me on monday may 7th at 1 18 a.m and he was absolutely perfect like i just just love this chunky monkey under my armpit <laughs> and so <laughs> Yeah, that is my labor and birth story. So wow. it was a crazy few day and a half about. So it's intense. It's just so intense. Oh my gosh. Um, any moms out there who had C sections or emergency C sections, we would love to have you on the show to hear what else you experienced yourself, or if you have any reason why, like they were so vague about me not coming back to the room until I did basically and so yeah we're doctors out there that know the reason why (laughs) yeah I saw my my friend had uh twin boys via c-section and she's like one of the nurses recorded (gasps) wow and she's like do you want to see I'm like yeah sure you watched it yeah so I watched I watched it and um I don't I guess I'm, like, too simple-minded. I just figured, had him open, there's the baby, but not at all. Like, she had two of them, Um. and the hole that they cut was pretty small. I mean, small in in my head. Mm -hmm. So they cut, and and I'm watching this video, and you don't see anything. And they had to reach, like, elbow deep. I should have... Trigger warning. Yeah. A little late. Elbow deep, and... They just knew exactly where to go, and they just grabbed the baby by the head, and they're like, and we got to get the other one, go even what? farther, and I'm just like, that's insane. Oh, my God. I'm glad I didn't watch, because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So crazy. Oh, icky. Uh, the miracle of birth and yeah. C-sections. They <laughs> asked me if I wanted a mirror, mm-hmm. and when I, when I was, like, pushing, I was like, I don't want to see this. I want to concentrate on pushing. You know, it's my first baby. Mm-hmm. But now that I've, like, had her, I'm like, I kind of wish that I could see it. But I didn't want to see it when it was happening. <laughs> exactly. Like, I yeah. get the yeah. idea of, like, recording now. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it would have been kind of cool to, like, go back and see, like, what, Ugh. everything that I went through. Wow. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to see it when I'm doing it. Yeah. That sounds, like, really intense yeah. and stressful. Yeah. I guess, I guess, like, we knew, we knew a girl that we cheered with and she voluntarily just watched it happen via the mirror and I was like how could you do that because she, she had two c-sections I believe and then um, my one of my friends who had a baby exactly a month before Finn was born um so they're they're like a month apart uh she was telling me her birth story and crazy woman like did just nitrous like not natural no epidural uh, but all you do like every time you had a contraction you just breathe in some nitrous yeah. like, that's what they do over in like Europe what And and then they asked her, like, oh, do you want to feel the head before you're done pushing her out? And she just, like, reaches for it. She's like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, ew. They asked me the same thing. Did you touch it? No, I was too afraid. I'm like, I can't do that right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said no, too. They offered me uh, nitrous, the laughing gas, Mm -hmm. right? They said before I got the epidural, they're like, you can have this or you can have, um, what's the stuff in heroin? What's the name? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. 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 They're like, you can have one. I was like, what? And (laughs) I was like, that's some hard stuff. Yeah. I was totally going to say yes to the fentanyl, but they said um, it may cause nausea and I hate throwing up. So I'm like, all right, give me the, give me the laughing gas. And 
I had that, and this is when I just, I was having contractions that were, like, period cramps, you know, Mm. and I'm like, why not? And uh, I was like, this stuff doesn't work that well. I'm like, I I hardly feel any different. And they're like, oh, it's not as strong as the stuff of the dentist. I'm like, I'm going to push out a baby. I'm not getting getting a a filling. What do you mean it's not as strong as the dentist? It's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's because you'd bite the dentist if you didn't have enough. It's not like your vagina would bite anybody. There's there's like a movie about that. Kick up teeth. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The memories. Yes, I've seen that movie. (laughs) Don't watch that movie. Terrible movie. But, I mean, good comeback. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love it. Ew. Does anybody have any mom wins? Okay, I have a mom win. <laughs> okay, so Olivia really wanted to go outside. So we said, okay, well, we have to put your socks on first. So she took the initiative and went to her dresser, opened it, and pulled out a pair of her socks, which we don't even know how like she knew where her socks were because Ooh. it's like in the top side of the dresser. Like She must have just been watching me put laundry away. That is so sweet. Um, she pulls them out and then tried to put them on. Really? Yeah, all by herself without any help. Oh my gosh, keep working on that. So, like, start encouraging her to put on her own socks. Finn just learned how to put on his own socks. Dude, well, so I think what's really amazing is that we didn't, like... So, we ask her, where's your nose, Olivia? And she'll point to her nose. And we practice that with her. But, like, the fact that she can do so much more and it's... We're working on getting her to, like, speak, but um, it's just, it's so amazing to me to think about, like, how much she actually does know without being able to communicate it back. Absolutely. They they pick up on everything. They sense everything. They understand a hell of a lot more than we give them credit for. They just don't know how to communicate it. And so... Like, you, you, they can have zero words, and you can tell them, go get the blue ball, and they'll grab the blue ball over the purple ball. Like, they, they know a lot, and that's why that's why you got to be so <laughs> conscious about having conversations about them around them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I remember Andrew and I would, like, I'd be frustrated with Finn about something, and I'm like, oh, he's just being such a bad baby today, and... He then you know he pick up on that and then he's like Finn was a bad baby and I'm like heartbroken because he was like nearby when I'm like having this conversation about how yeah. frustrated I was with him like ah bad baby Finn and we kind of like say it as a joke like are you being a good baby or are you gonna be a bad baby or if he it, he'll do something like entirely not bad but just like stink buddy more so and we'll just like go like bad baby Finn <laughs> and then and then he'll drop what he's doing it's so funny but like we use it as like a more as a joke but like in the beginning he he took it like i was a bad baby and yeah. and it was and i was like crap like you have to be so cautious about the negative but definitely like encourage that positive and i think that's so yeah. unbelievably like, fun that she put two and two together like when mom puts away laundry like my socks are up here and i was just told to go get socks on and she did it all by herself and so that's like awesome. and then also yeah practice putting on socks because she's what one and a half yep yeah and she's already interested in putting on socks where yeah. Uh, yeah finn's almost three and it's just like a month ago where i'm like i'm sick of putting your socks on because he always rips them off he like thinks it's funny to rip them off and throw them behind our bed frame so i have like 15 <laughs> pairs of his socks behind my bed where I'm too fat to crawl underneath the bed frame and get it because it's up against the wall. So I'm like, when you're out of socks, you're out of socks, dude. <laughs> so, 
you're gonna have to send them down there to get <laughs> yeah. back again. It's like, oh, I'll pull you out by the leg. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, he, I got frustrated with him constantly taking his socks off, and like half hour later, saying, "My feet are cold." I'm like, "Then put your socks back on." And then so he, I just made him like do it over and over and over again for like three days straight, over and over and over. I'm like, no, do it again. And he'd just be sobbing, like, hysterically, I can't do it. And I'm like, no, well, then your feet are going to (laughs) freeze. And then he finally just, like, he worked one morning. He, like, came into my room and took off his socks, and he's being a stinker, and he's, like, throwing a fit because his feet are cold. And I, like, literally just sat on the edge of my bed, and I was like, do it again. Do it again. And I finally got it. And it was just, he was so happy. He was so proud. Like, I did it all by myself. Like, Finn Finn did it all by myself. And I was like, cool. You don't need me on anymore with socks. So even that's when you kind of like, you can start incorporating like chores for them. And so some of his chores are when I undress him, like you put your clothes in the laundry basket. When um, I change him out of his nap time pull-up or diaper, like, you throw away that, like, wet diaper or whatever. And so one of his newest chores is you put your own socks on because that's one less thing I have to do. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, like, it's really fun when you... And they they feel so empowered when they have, like, tasks that they can do themselves that used to do for them. And so I look forward to hearing if she puts her socks on anytime soon by herself. Because <laughs> it takes a lot of hand-eye coordination. They're little fat hands. And <laughs> fat feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. And thank you, everyone, so much for joining us upon this crazy labor and delivery story of mine. Um, we look forward to you guys tuning in next week for Taylor's birthing story. Mm-hmm. No, Tootie. Montos!